another side of christopher nolan like this a side which you have never seen before but in in a few places it's quite similar to you know um inception and all that like with the general themes involved with you know how space and time is manipulated yeah. as a whole so yeah. uh, those are you know two major core elements that christopher nolan always works with in most of his movies at least you know excluding movies like prestige the, the dark knight trilogy and all that So pretty much yeah coming back to yeah coming back to tenet yeah so if you are a christopher nolan you know first timer or something like that like if you are just getting into his movies you'll find a sort you'll sort of find it different and at the same time um yeah there are different parts to the movie itself i feel i mean no spoilers ahead i mean there's nothing ahead to spoil about because it's too complicated to spoil yeah, it, it is, is very it is complicated, complicated to spoil, spoil. Yep, yeah that's true So yeah if you're watching the movie you'll definitely understand that there are major pivotal moments within the movie which sort of which sort of you know defines the whole you know um the train of whatever the storyline how it goes ahead mm-hmm. so yeah until yeah there comes a point of this movie uh, which i personally felt post which i couldn't understand nothing because everything was happening so fast and at the same time it was happening like you know it it's beyond our understanding that's what we are trying to say because yeah. uh, because that's what is being shown it's all sci-fi right it's how again time and space is manipulated but this whole thing it's about you know thermodynamics and entropy the law of entropy and all that um and he works more, he works with more of those concepts and until you watch the last scene which i believe is you know the scene where 
the whole truth is out about what they're trying to achieve by doing all this in, within Nonsense. the movie. So until the final scene, yeah, exactly. So until the final scene, you just be like, what is happening? And that final scene is the final piece of the puzzle, which we believe that you know complete the story and get all your doubts out of the way. Yeah, and like we said before, even on our Instagram page, watch the movie with subtitles because without subtitles, is you know, um, it'll be a problem for you guys. It'll make you question everything you know about the English language. Exactly. Trust me, it is not only the English language, even the way. Yep, even your visual medium, even your yeah. sight, like usually the things that you see in your daily lives, this completely turns it upside down. And that's what yeah. then it is. And if and you're wondering yeah, whether we yeah. adopted questionable methods to watch the movie, yes, we did. No shame yeah, in that. Because yeah. I live in a country like India where, you know, everything is, you know, sort of boiling at the moment. I mean, about yeah. to boil at the moment. I mean, uh, it's so, it's a health risk to go out, but you know you have to watch the movie. So, yeah, just for the sake of everyone's convenience, we actually bought the Blu-ray uh, print of the film. Yeah, we we did that. We yep. have mm-hmm. that kind of money to spend on getting mm-hmm. 1080p Blu-ray prints of Tenet, and we ordered it off of Amazon. So that's what yep. we did, and you can also do that. That Amazon is the truth. God. Yeah, on God, fingers crossed. Anyways, oh yep. um, so yeah, so watch Tenet. It's pretty accessible now. We've basically given it away. How you can watch it? Try and figure it out. If you, you'll have to sit through two sittings. That's a given. It is a given that two sittings, and then everything will start making sense. So we'll get- yeah, that sort of makes sense to a level. But yeah. at the same time, if you know these concepts, like if you've been following Christopher Nolan's work itself and if you know like you know a few basic concepts of physics and what he works with you can actually sit through it with just one sitting as well because yeah, yeah all you need is the subtitles and you need that constant focus like most of his movies where you just need to you know sort of concentrate on what's being shown at the same time what's not being shown as well because uh, it all operates like you know behind the there's a bigger picture involved in all yeah. of his movies. So, Tenet aside, what else are we discussing, Anshik? Oh, we got to discuss Spider-Man. Spider-Man's a huge Definitely. deal. The whole thing with Spider-Man is... So, first of all, a lot of there have been a lot of rumors that Tobey Maguire is in. He's not. Uh, they've made an offer Yeah, he's to not him. like... Yeah, yeah, he's not yeah. locked in. I think Andrew Garfield is a lock. Uh, that is for sure, but... Yeah. Toby Maguire is not Toby Maguire. He hasn't like you know formally come out with a response to what they initially proposed with the deal. So yeah, but let's see how the story develops, and it'll be quite exciting, right? Seeing all these from the same screen, like yeah, they, it, it's basically back. closure for everyone because see, it's Spider Man three. So Spider Man three, the Toby Maguire one should have been something, but you know that left a bad taste in his mouth. Andrew Garfield never got the Spider-Man 3 that he rightfully deserved because Sony screwed him left, right, center with it. And then, you know, this is Spider-Man 3. So it'll be interesting because if if they get Tobey Maguire, then obviously a Spider-Man film it is bound to do good numbers. But then if they get all of these guys in, it can. E- I think it can beat uh, this, the records that 
Avengers Endgame set. I think that is a possibility. Endgame records just being shattered by all of these guys coming on because I think the the value that Tobey Maguire brings and you know just seeing all these people on screen, even if you're someone who hasn't that, watched, like yeah. yeah. It's just that after a long period of time, that sort of nostalgia that sort of develops in almost every single one of us because we grew up watching all these guys on the screen, and yeah. we have that first-hand, you know, criteria to differentiate between these Spider-Mans and uh, come out with, you know, what we feel, what we felt was the best version of Spider-Man itself. And Anshik, what do you think? Like, what is your favorite? Sp- okay, we'll actually go like this. There is a Spider-Man, there is a suit, and there is Peter Parker. So mm-hmm. rank them uh, with these actors. Actually, you know, I'll go first. Go for it. Okay, for me, the let, I'll start with my Spider-Man. For me, Spider-Man, I felt Andrew Garfield was brilliant. Okay, mm. like as Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, at the same time, yeah, like Anshik said, they didn't give him this part three that he rightfully deserved because yeah. actually he did quite well with his character as Spider-Man, and that so Andrew Garfield is my Spider-Man. My Spider-Suit has to be Tobey Maguire, bro. The ah, first Spider Spider-Man first suit Spider-Man. was <laughs> next level. I mean, exactly. that is just been in my you know mental image or whatever mental memory. that is my spiderman to look at and that mm-hmm. is the spiderman out there so yeah. that's a spiderman suit and peter parker has to be probably yeah i have to say tom holland because mm. he does a good job playing peter parker that yeah. you know out of the place funny guy sometimes you know sort of messes up here and there and yeah, yeah he's that insecure, insecure guy bro like just play just living his life out there and yeah i feel like peter parker did a good job i mean sorry tom holland did a good job playing so did toby maguire but yeah. i felt toby maguire took it a level too far <laughs> hence we have all these you know plethora of memes that we have bully uh, maguire but yeah exactly bully maguire um, is so yeah anshik what's your ranking yep my favorite spider man is tom holland actually because he's he's okay. a bit cocky uh not cocky in the sense i mean he likes to show boat here and there uh and yeah, yeah. it just and the way they showed him as a basic friendly neighborhood spider-man which is how the tag goes yeah, i think it's true. just really good mm-hmm. my favorite spider suit has to be from amazing spider-man 2 andrew garfield spy- that is okay undisp- that is still the best i feel it was so mm-hmm. good yeah, yeah um because they got a lot of flack for the first suit that they did with him it was really bad so they oh yeah ramped yeah. it out, mm. up to a thousand and it was absolutely great um yep and my favorite peter parker my favorite peter parker has to be i i actually go with tom holland on that yeah he is tom holland though yeah hmm he's good he he was good um they did what they could with toby maguire see it wasn't at the time you'd have to also see that a lot of these studios uh this is before you know Kevin Feige just changed the whole genre altogether a lot of them were just studios trying yeah. to make as much money as possible it wasn't as there weren't a lot of references uh you know obviously there were references here and there but then it wasn't as uh insightful as 
it now is yeah. because now it's a given exactly yeah. easter eggs are a thing i mean now it just like yeah, it follows that comics that straight road before yeah, people yeah. like you know had a lot of room to you know uh move around and experiment and now it's yeah. like since it's part it's part of the bigger thing uh on movies like spider-man and all that nowadays it's part of the bigger you know avengers and all that they just like you know sprinkle some things here and there and stick to the core concepts itself like what's described it'll be interesting to see that because the flash is also going to be very similar to this because the flash is going to for the flash movie they have michael keaton they have uh Ben Affleck coming back as yep. Batman so he's going to be doing something very similar so it will be interesting to see how that happens although i feel that spider-man has has a better ip value uh yeah and it's more bankable outperform. yeah yeah it's way more bankable so i mean yeah. see that's the thing right even dc comics makes movies that make a good amount of money for the studio it's just that they're not good that's how it is they, they're not that yeah. good i mean we, even with the first i don't like wonder woman i mean because it's it's too cliched you know what it becomes very predictable at the end and aquaman i mean exactly yeah people love aquaman it but, also, yeah. yeah it's he was good but now nah, as a story I, i just can't get behind it the director of this spider-man is also the guy who directed the previous two um, uh, spider-man films with tom holland his name is john watts so i don't know if you guys have uh, seen this but marvel okay own marvel again since they own fox they have the rights to fantastic four now so john watts is actually uh, confirmed oh, to yeah. direct the next fantastic four film which actually brings us to our second to our third this thing fantastic four man Five years back, when we, you know, sort of wanted the movie to be as good as how it was before, it definitely wasn't. It was nowhere close to what the previous movies were. It's a very But doomed franchise because even the la- the first two films didn't aren't that unintended. <laughs> It's a doomed Victor franchise. <laughs> That's what I was going for. It's a very doomed franchise for I don't know what reason. Yeah. But then. I've been, you know, whenever I see anything related to Fantastic Four, a lot of people go with John Krasinski as Reed Richards and uh, his wife Emily Blunt as the Invisible Woman. Yeah, who's yeah. playing the Torch? I mean, not the Torch. The what's his name? They, yeah, I I see a lot of people going back and forth on it. But then, who can play the Human Torch? Has to be someone who can come Chris across Evans. as cocky. <laughs> He'd have to shrink in size. Yeah, that's there. But who He'd else can to... play the torch? That's an interesting question. Someone who's really Some... lean, not that, yeah, not a very muscular person, but just lean, can look cocky. Yeah, exactly. Not too uh, muscular. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Because see, whoever plays the thing doesn't really matter because they're gonna CGI him as it is. Who do they go for? What names come to mind when you say the human torch? Who can play mm. that sort of? not too old as can't be too old i mean at least someone who's in his 30s uh, early 30s or late 20s see there's ansel elgort nah i don't think he'll do justice to that low role hey what about this guy from stranger things joe what about miles teller what about miles nah, teller they, they won't do that i mean why not he's an amazing actor at the same time But... he can come off as cocky he can come off as you know 
not that too serious kind of guy as well because he's done comedy roles as well. He's done serious roles as well. He's apparently an asshole to deal with, and I don't think Marvel has room for. Marvel doesn't deal with people like that. I was going for the guy from Stranger Things, Joe Keery. Oh no, 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 not him. Can put on some muscle, uh, but can be cocky. What about Zac Efron? Zac Efron could do justice to it. Yeah. Yeah, because he is a good actor, actually. People just downplay him a lot because they just see him in all these cringy roles, that muscular Chad kind of character. But I would actually like him that uh, as Human Torch. I think he would be pretty good for the thing. Someone like David Harbour could do go- could do well because he played oh, yeah. Hellboy. David Harbour is good. Yeah, he did that. But Fantastic Four, we'll see how that goes. Because I don't see that's the thing. I don't want Doctor Doom because we've seen enough of Doctor Doom. We know how they yeah. how Doctor Doom Actually, comes about. Yeah. It's I don't mind seeing another thing. Silver Surfer, bro. Like, oh yeah, Silver Surfer, I don't mind. Silver Surfer's because that was a good an guy, amazing right? character. Yeah, yeah. He's actually guy. an anti-hero, right? He's like yeah. you know, sort of like Deadpool or whoever. It is Silver Surfer. Yeah, he comes out of the story that he has a family and all that, right? Back there. Yeah, but then I mean, it's Marvel, so they can modify it as they please because they've done it a lot in the films. But anyways, yeah. okay. moving on. Yeah, Fantastic Four. We've I got. Side. What, what's we next? got some major gaming news though. Cyberpunk 2077. Yep. I mean, that's been a huge <sighs> revelation. Even though, I mean, personally, me, I'm not that big of a gamer. But I do like playing a lot of, you know, all these retro games, all these older games. And the games mm-hmm. that I grew up playing with. Not these, you know, later games that sort of release nowadays. Mm-hmm. But Cyberpunk itself, like, what do you think about it? Like... Eight years or so in development, they've been developing it. They've been, you know, sort of teasing it here and there since, you know, so many years, I guess now. But they come out with this, and what do you think? Is isn't it quite embarrassing? It is. It is embarrassing because the way it was hype, and you know, ev- especially here, I would go around and I still see poster. Uh, I still see ads of it, uh, for you know all these consoles. and it's only bad for previous consoles so we're talking ps4 and xbox one yeah, but for the exactly. new consoles yeah. it's fine even if you have a pc it's fine mm-hmm. but then that's assuming that you have a really good pc which costs exactly. a lot yeah. of money so yeah it's basically not anyone yeah. can just you know get the game and just go about playing it i mean i i do have a close friend of mine shout out to sharad that guy he's a you know proper gamer he gets every game you know he can probably mm-hmm. get his hands on he is pretty good at you know most of those games out there uh, including fifa and all that but this guy yeah. he literally pre-ordered it he got the game and you know he's been playing it i mean for the pc yeah definitely i'm guessing he does have a ps4 as well but he's been like you know going at it since he got it and yeah he's he told me the game is pretty good but just the way they you know sort of put it out and how unstable it is on other systems and all that and sort of they had to refund it and that whole issue happened where they had to recall it and now it's again you know being reviewed and worked upon fixing the bugs and all that and let's see man like what they sort of put out in it's, the near future uh, because yeah because sony pulled the game from uh, the playstation store uh, yeah. i think my because it was promoted as an xbox thing 
if you remember uh, yeah. Keanu Reeves came in and it was more of an Xbox thing so i was assuming that yeah. it's going to run better on an Xbox um but that wasn't the case right it yeah. doesn't it just they didn't it's that that's the statement that they came out with they said that uh, we're sorry but we didn't focus on the previous generation so what were you doing up until now Yeah, exactly. You know Eight years in development, to... man. Come on, you had to at least take that into account because yeah, that sort of dictates the success of the game itself. I know, like the hype itself, you know, sort of got got it to that level, but it's all in the content that you guys put out at the end of the day. It's yeah, because the PS Five and Xbox Series X uh, editions, they're good. So that's okay. the thing. These are mm-hmm. new consoles. and you know since the older consoles stay on for at least 2 or 3 years after a new console yeah. drops they had ample amount of time to develop this game so exactly it's it's a shame that it had to happen this way because it's a really good game uh, but then it's borderline unplayable yeah i mean there It are a lot of bugs so man bad. like just just the other day i remember like anshik had sent me a video uh where this guy was you know sort of reviewing the game itself cyberpunk you just see a black bar in the center of the screen like pop out of nowhere you see people disappearing there you see cars disappearing into thin air like all these sort of bugs you know sort of sprinkled here and there but yeah man i mean they did have a lot of potential even the developers they are good developers what other games have they developed by the way uh so basically they are behind the witcher 3 Oh so, okay okay Witcher 3 <laughs> is a great game I mean I'm I, I'm just downloading it now Yeah <laughs> a lot of them are uh, behind uh, I mean it it comes from the creators of the Witcher 3 and see that's the thing these guys ported Witcher 3 onto a console like the Nintendo Switch which is not okay. that powerful um mm-hmm. so you know that's the thing there was all the more reason that they could have made it work Cyberpunk 2077 yeah, is फॉर the themes we sort of co- cover the colors i'm guessing that is the sort of colors that you see on something that involves that whole fandom element behind it but yeah man we are hoping that you guys like the logo if you haven't you know sort of uh checked it out yet you can definitely check it out on our instagram page where we are you see active yeah you'll see it everywhere from now um rip to the old one he was a good boy but it's time to move on Yeah, sad, we the reason for the change. The reason for the change was that we needed a PNG logo. It's just more easier to you know slap it on to things that we do. Uh, yeah, and we're and, looking at doing more of that. Yeah. So hmm. that and is coming to that. Yeah. So check out. Yeah, check out our Instagram page. I'm yeah. positive that we'll be dropping infographics. We'll be having the quiz really soon. We can't you know sort of put that as an excuse that we're being busy nowadays and. quite slow the content that we sort of put out but we do try to you know give you guys the maximum that we can as yeah. much as possible 
yeah and that's the only thing that we can sort of take away from this but yeah i can assure you at even at the end of the day we are you know multi passionate creatures slash geeks or whatever that's you want to call us yeah that's why we basically started because that passion still is there yeah so that is an episode you know like every other episode follows on um apple podcast follows on spotify drop us a review on apple podcast it'll help us in charting and you can check check us out on instagram like we've been saying pretty much every single episode check us out on instagram you know hit the follow button check out our content drop us your thoughts drop us anything that you want to you know talk about and we are quite active on instagram so you'll be you know hit up hit back with a quick reply and yeah man that's about it we'll that's wrap about it up it. you guys soon and sayonara wear a mask bye bye boom